You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Were you rushing or were you dragging? Gentlemen, welcome to Fight Club. First rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. Second rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. Here we go. Welcome back to Movie Matrix, and as always, my name is Jordan. We got Matt. What's up? What's up? Got my dad. What's going on? So is David. That's what you came up with. What's up? <laughs> what's up? What's up? What's up? Made me think of the. What's up? What's up? Never mind. Dude, from what? We go. We go from Guten Tag to what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? I, I said all the time. I said what's, so, what's up? What's up? It's so bland just saying hello. So hello. I like to mix it up with what's up. That's why I say hey, bonjour, or konnichiwa, or something. <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> Anyways, um, so we are back at it again with another Matrix mini pod. Um, this week we're doing Marvel's brand new entry into the MCU, Black Widow. Um, mm-hmm. All of us watched it last night, because that's the first time we could. And we are here to tell you what we think, what we don't like, what we do like, and should you watch this movie. And I also have another caveat, where, does it, where is it in your Marvel um, ranking? Because rank, right? you have to do that. I, f- you I have feel like to. anytime you put it in there, other than the shows, because the shows like we do with matter. the Fast and Furious movies. Exactly. You gotta have a I, I, I agree. Especially when you, if you have more than eight movies, and this is the 24th. So, um, <laughs> and so yeah, we'll do that at the end. It's kind of where you think it is. I already kind of know, because... You know, kind of. I, I feel like you have to when this new other than other than the shows, because shows don't really count mm-hmm. as far as um, ranking. But um, we'll just get into it. Um, I'll start first. My overall thoughts. You know, it was fine. <laughs> gonna be honest <laughs> with you, I um, I kind of was going in knowing it wasn't gonna be great. Um, this movie is not needed. It's a filler movie. Man, um, you're preaching to the choir, buddy. It told, uh, <laughs> it, it brought up, which we'll bring up later because it's kind of a spoiler. It brought up a very key moment in a Black Widow or Scott Johansson, whatever you want to call her, Natasha Romanoff's um, life that I thought would be cool to explore until they made it not cool and kind of boring. Um, that's, I wanted good fight scenes, not many. I wanted, I wanted, I kind of wanted over the top MCU stuff. We got that, but it didn't look very good. And then they ruined one of, not, I don't want to say ruined, but they, Took a different approach on a, one of my favorite villains, mm. um, yeah. and didn't and I don't think it worked for me. That's part because I'm a big fan of that villain. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Florence Pugh and David Harbour are, are gems. I think mm-hmm. they're good in this film. Um, I'm excited to see them moving forward. I, I really like Florence Pugh. Um, she was great. I think the cast is fine. Acting is fine. But this movie, man, it's two hours and fourteen. It could be a it could be an hour forty easy. And I would have been just fine with that. Um, But overall, I would say it's fine. I don't know. I can't. I don't want to be mean to it, but it was not as good as I thought it would be. And I didn't think it'd be that great going in. Does that make sense? Maybe it does. I don't know. That's where I'm at at this point. That makes perfect sense. I thought the same way. I didn't want to come in here and be like, ooh, guys, this is just okay. And I didn't want you guys to. I mean, if you guys love it, that's great. I just didn't know how you guys would fall on this. That being said, I don't want to use the G word, but it felt pretty generic. It I didn't, didn't know where you were going. Though. I was it like, wasn't, good? <laughs> <laughs> it felt pretty generic. It, I, same thing with you. I didn't really... This is what my lowest expectations were of a Black Widow movie. Um, I feel like she's a very interesting character. I've always liked Scarlett Johansson's portrayal of the character. I was thinking, you know, they could do some interesting things with a solo movie of hers. However, this movie's about five years too late. 
Um, it the hype for a Black Widow movie was really strong several years back. They could have done some really interesting stuff several years back. This movie takes place after Civil War. It should just it should just came out after Civil War. Yeah, I mean a hundred percent because <laughs> this this comes out in twenty twenty one and this film takes place after Civil War. Obama was president when Civil War came out, so it's been a minute. Yeah. And I I don't know. It just it just felt like. It just felt like a really generic, plain Marvel movie. Did I hate it? No, I I did not despise watching it. Some of the I was entertained by a lot of parts of it. Um, I think you know Scarlett Johansson's always good as Black Widow. Um, however, I feel like kind of similar to Chadwick Boseman in his solo movie Black Panther, almost the supporting cast outshines her a little bit because, like you said, David Harbour's great in this. Uh, Florence Pugh's great in this. Uh, Rachel Weisz is pretty good in this. Um, she's got a got a great supporting cast. Um, it's Marvel, so you know the effects are going to be pretty good most They're of the time. They're kind of shoddy in this. A couple of times, I was they were not that great. I was like, "What is happening here?" I, was like, I know you have the budget. Like, I don't know why it's so <laughs> yeah, shoddy, but um, but and the action scenes felt like they left a lot to be desired. It was shoddy. It was kind of all over the place. Um, it just this movie just felt unnecessary. I don't want to be like that because I like the character and I'm glad we finally got a Black Widow movie. But again, it's a few years too late and it just feels forced and unnecessary. And well, it's killing at the box office, so that's all. I mean, about. well, I figured it would, but anyway, honestly, this movie is completely unnecessary. Period. <laughs> I mean, that's that's just how it is. We talked last night about how this just felt like filler. There was nothing great about it. There was nothing fantastic about it. It was okay. Uh, I did really like Florence Pugh, and I think she she they will go forward with her after seeing certain things last night, and I think that's Hope fantastic. So. Uh, David Harbour was good, but <laughs> his Russian accent is a little spotty he was here there. he as the movie wore on the stick he was playing just got it kind of dragged and it kind of got old. Um, I enjoyed it to begin with uh, through the middle part, mm-hmm. uh, and he added quite a bit of comedy to it. But it just felt, I just felt worn and old toward the end of it, and I was getting tired of it. I mean, uh, the effects, some of it, we talked about this last night. Oh my gosh, why? Uh, there were certain things. We there was this feeling of over the topness that what this should not have been, especially given what we've we've seen in the past with Marvel. Uh, we've talked about that a little bit too. Uh, we can go into that a little more detail later. Um, but it just, I felt the same way. This movie might've been relevant a few years ago. It's way past its prime, way past due. This, this, and then as long as we had to wait for this to come to theaters, just completely disappointed. Yeah. In that fact alone. Yeah. I mean, we surely, waited well over a year. Surely this. somebody could have gone in and said, "Okay, maybe we could tweak this, tweak that." But yeah, you know, it looks like what they did was say, "We're done. We put it on a shelf and just wait." Mm-hmm. And what we got was underwhelming, and that's how I will leave it. I agree. Um, so yeah, overall, oh, positive from us. Um, no, but <laughs> it has it does have positive horrible, things. But so I'll go ahead and start out with how it starts, and then we'll just pick the parts we like and don't like, like we usually do. So um, you were thrust into. Natasha Romanoff's world as like a ten year old. I don't know. I was just Ohio like in nineteen ninety five. Yeah, however old that it makes her. And I was gonna say I actually enjoyed how the movie started. Really, it wasn't bad. I did not. I thought I thought uh, it wasn't I agree bad. With you. I the just, first twenty minutes or so, yeah, I was on board. It was. I was. Mm-hmm. I was kind of. I was interested in their lives, and then you. I mean, you knew right away what they were. They were you know a sleeper cell, but 
I actually kind of enjoyed it up until after the 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 first for just the first part, the first uh, you know getaway or whatever. Yeah. So I enjoyed that. I thought part. it was boring. <clears throat> um, I understand. Well, this thing is we've I seen, thought there were boring parts in it. We've what's well, the first part was? I don't really think it was. We've actually. we've but. seen a lot of her backstory through just flashbacks. Flashbacks. And stuff, yeah. and so I understand that they did some things in this film, but I didn't need to see so in depth as it because we've seen a lot of this already. Yeah. But it was fine um, with the way um, they started it. I thought it was like you said, interesting. I didn't think it was great. But, you know, they go off in their sleeper cell. And they're, she's got her sister and her. They play. One gets hurt. You know, it comes back later. She's like, pain makes you stronger, blah, blah, blah. All that stuff. You know, cliche stuff. Generic stuff. I'm t- you're right. It's generic. It is. Very. It is. And, yeah. then, and then they get found out and they run away like any sleeper cell does. Um, and... I didn't know going into this exactly if they were the, her actual parents or not. Mm-hmm. Um, I figured they weren't because she is, you know, a spy. Um, but the family dynamic in this was different than I thought it would be. I kind of liked it because they weren't really family, but they were what they were, you know, big trope on this movie. But I liked that part. Um, so you get all the family stuff. They have to move or whatever. Um, and go away. Decent action scene, kind of over the top with the plane stuff. Like it didn't look very good, with with all the cars. Like I don't know. I just thought it was. Oh, when David Harbour's like hanging on. Yeah, the I was like, it reminded me of that episode of The Twilight Zone with William yeah. Shatner. You know what I'm talking about? I do. There's I th- a man on the wing of the plane. I thought in my head, if this is the bar or setting for the way it looks throughout the movie, it could be rough. I, and I think so. It was the way it looks. I think. Um, I thought the direction was just overall sloppy of it. And I could tell in the very first action scene, I guess, and it got more prevalent as more action scenes showed up throughout the movie. It was like, man, this director, and I don't even, I bless her heart, I can't remember her name, but she's Shortland. She's done nothing. I'm really surprised at how it was directed being directed by a woman. Because I was like, a lot of the shots were not what I would expect. Most of the time... And I hate to be this way, but it's the truth. When you have a male actor and you have pretty actresses, there's different shots. Mm-hmm. But like with Patty Jenkins and Wonder Woman, she made a point that she only she shot certain shots, so she yeah, wouldn't like. She didn't shoot Wonder but, Woman to be sexualized or but anything like that. This okay. one was shot really strange. I it, thought it just felt so strange. It, the thing, the thing that I want to say the most about this movie, and it feels the same with the direction, with the writing, everything. It's all competent but it's not good it's not elevated none of it feels elevated none of it feels above any other mcu movie it feels like this movie was just marvel studios saying well we need to make a black widow movie here it is and it didn't feel like anybody really wanted to make this movie it was just there yeah and so you go on and they get back to cuba i also cannot stand okay the cuba red room stuff they do the text they started doing that in civil war and i was like fine i don't really care it sticks with the whole screen like just give it a little bit of it's fine i don't think they i don't think they were as aggressive as they were in civil war they were super aggressive civil war was like um brooklyn or something or queens like right across the screen the entire screen um but so they get to cuba and they take her sister into the program and who's not really her who's not really her sister turns out yes i guess which, which, which i expected i guess um and then you then you get her they get taken out she goes down to sleep goes back up has Natasha Romanoff so I was like okay I knew they were gonna segue right back into her somehow mm-hmm. 
Um, and she's running away because I, I couldn't remember when this was set. <laughs> when I went in, I was like, I can't remember the set. It was set right after the Civil War. Mm-hmm. Um, they had said that Lieutenant Colonel Ross, whatever, whatever he is, Colonel, or he's still Ross. He's already captured everybody else other than her and Captain America. They're in the floating prison. And so that's where this is where it's at, it's set exactly. So they haven't been, they still haven't been um, broke broken out even by the end of this movie. Um, so that's kind of where it's set right after Civil War, um, which is fine, I guess. Um, she's on the run, does the does the spy stuff on the run that I've seen a billion times. That I got kind of I got kind of drag it drug a lot right there for me because it took a long time I felt like for her to get this plot going with her. Mm-hmm. Um, you meet Florence Pugh, and doing her stuff was kind of cool, but I didn't understand what was going on because they don't explain what the crap's going on until yeah. about 20 minutes after that fight scene. Yeah. Whenever the, she gets woken up by the first, stuff. So. The first 45 minutes of this is like just set up. It's yeah. just set up, and then when she does, and honestly, this may be, and this isn't saying a lot, but this, whenever she finds Florence Pugh and they have their little fight and stuff, that's probably the best action sequence in the movie, I feel like. Which is uh, sad, because they have a villain that could like just oh, yeah. right. kill yes. action scenes. And I want to say, uh, you kind of touched on the villain earlier, Jordan, uh, since you said the V word. Uh, I want to touch on the villain. I thought Taskmaster was really awesome and intimidating for the first half of the movie. And then... Don't know what happened. I really, really didn't like the way they took the character. It made no well, sense. I can tell you what it, well, it took. Been. It took all the tension out of the character, and and Taskmaster is not even the villain. There's a higher up villain. It's like Palpatine and Darth Maul. There's a big baddie pulling all the strings and everything. And at the end of the day, the big baddie sucked almost worse than Taskmaster did. So well, I didn't care about any of the villains in this movie. Yeah, I thought that they took away a lot of the tension. Period. Just by, I mean, the the main. The main antagonist we don't see through most of the movie, uh, not until the third act where, where they where they go after him, mm-hmm. and then Taskmaster they, you know, Taskmaster's here and there, here and there. It's spotty, so it's like we're not really going against anybody for most of this movie. He left the movie for like an hour. I know, mm-hmm. and so it's it's so it's like, what are we supposed to hold on to? I realize they're looking for him, and that's great, but there's not much going on between protagonist antagonist. It's just. It's just them. It's like creating this family dynamic throughout this this movie. That's just weird. Yeah. And yeah, I want to see more of the action from the from the from the good guys and the bad guys. But really for there was that. so much of this movie that we got nothing. Yeah, we'll go ahead and do spoilers because I want to talk about a couple of the main points in this film that either you don't like or do like. I didn't like a lot of them. Uh, okay, so we we'll do spoilers. No, I am the father. I see. And that's not a prediction. That's a spoiler. He's the one. So, I was excited when they brought up Budapest. I think everyone, everyone that likes MCU wants to know what Budapest is. She calls it Budapest, whatever. Um, but everyone knows from the first Avengers, they bring it up. Her mm-hmm. and Clint do, and everyone's like, what's Budapest? They've been wanting a Budapest movie. But everyone does. I care less about that. You find out what Budapest is, and it's fine. You can't make a movie about it, it turns out, because it's just an event where they end up blowing up a five-story building um, that had the person over the Red Room in it, um, which was she was trying to take down. And I, General whatever his name is. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, it's like some Russian name. And so I was like, okay, that's fine. It ends up that she's a bad person in this kind of because she had to kill his daughter to know that she, he was there. That's Budapest. And I was like, that's cool. I'm mm-hmm. glad we got to know what that is. 
I'm glad they didn't make a movie about that. That had been boring because they didn't really do much. And then mm-hmm. they hid out for seven days. Blew up a building. So Budapest was cool. I'm glad we got to see that. Um, I didn't need to know much more about the Red Room. And we got a lot of Red Room in this. I feel like we got a lot of Red Room stuff in Age of Ultron. When, when we when we did the when when Wanda messed with their mind, yeah, and so I was, I, I thought it was cool that we got to see where the Red Room was from and everything, but I didn't. I, I, I didn't thought they went really point. too far into it. But and also, and they spent seventy five percent of the movie looking for the Red Room. Yeah, but also when we got to the Red Room, how underwhelming was it? It was a Red Room. I mean, literally, how underwhelming was it? Yeah. What the flashbacks that we got from the from with Wanda was better than I thought what we got from this movie. Yeah, they this this was. So generic with, with the different. I mean, you got a bu- you got a room with a bunch of women working, you know, uh, working out hand to hand combat stuff, and that's basically all they got. And it wasn't even interesting. I didn't know they were going to be mind controlled either. I thought that was kind of strange. That um, was I wanted uh, this the psychological thing they did with the first widows. It makes more sense to me, uh, I guess. But then you find like that first fight with Florence Pugh. She's she's guts a woman. Lord guts her, mm-hmm. and then she gets hit with something, and then she goes like, "What have I done?" I'm like, "Is she good or bad?" Like, yeah, I didn't understand like, what's going on because they don't explain anything, and they finally explain they're being mind controlled, and they and they've made a gas that takes the mind control away, which makes no sense and to I, me, and, but okay, which they don't explain. Let's just go with it. So I said, "Fine, I guess I just want to see Florence Pugh some more, so we like her." <laughs> so we got I more like of her, her and she's really good in this. Her Russian accent. A little spotty here it and was, there, but I can't do one either. It was so give bad. or take. It was yeah, give or take. I can't do one. It's not great, but it's not bad. Considering she's British, <laughs> yeah, I like, it's not it bad. Was, it was in and out from My wife comes time. over to me yeah. and goes, it's kind of spotty. I was like, honestly, it wasn't that bad because I can't do one. I mean, I thought it's David Harper's was kind of spotty, <laughs> yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. Bless his heart. But sometimes uh, when she would like yell something, yeah. it was gone. It was completely gone. Yeah, and you get all this mind My, control stuff, and I don't, I don't like mind control that much because it gives you a crutch. Yeah. Because now Florence Pugh's not a... Well, they do this a lot. And then she's been micro-control stuff. It's fine. Uh, some of it works. But I don't think it works for this movie because why can't they just do psychological warfare like they did with Squadron Hansen? She literally can't hit them mm-hmm. because there's some pheromone thing which I didn't like either. That was dumb. I thought yeah. that was I, ridiculous. Like, that, that, I wanted to say that at the beginning of this whenever I was talking about things I liked and didn't like. There's so many plot conveniences like that it's like oh i have to uh, i have to sever the connection i have to throw my red fairy dust i have to do this i have to do that it's like well why is all that necessary it's not necessary why can't they just i know marvel just cannot help themselves they cannot make a small contained interesting spy thriller story they have to make it so big have to make it so bombastic literally she's like there's a part where she's just falling free falling for like ever and And she lands on stuff and jumps on stuff and does all kinds of stuff. I was like, we're flirting with Fast and Furious territory. We even here. said last we night, I was like, we are thing. not superheroes here. <laughs> no one in this movie is a superhero. No, they're no, all and people. they're falling from six feet. She, she lands on her freaking knee mm-hmm. in that one. She hits a scaffold. Yep. A scaffold lands on her knee, and she's good. I'm like, that's one of the things we talked about last night. Was we're going into Fast and Furious territory here. This is this is over the top, ridiculous. Not not really going to happen stuff. Yeah. And I realized we're watching a superhero movie, but none of them are superheroes. Like I the can, only ones who's technically a superhero is David Harbour, and he doesn't even do anything. Red no. Guardian. And yeah, he doesn't really do anything that's that life threatening. Nope, he just he beats just a few jumps. people up. Yep. By the way, the jumping in this film would not look ridiculous. Good. I mean, like, no, I'm fine with him jumping because Captain America does that kind of stuff, but it looked pretty. Bad. Yeah, <laughs> I, I did think that too. I was like, okay, that's kind of weird. But then at the back of my head, I was like, well, I've seen 2003's Catwoman, so true, true. It was it's 2021. That's like, that's Come like on. Gumby. Yeah. Though, it was kind of funny seeing a, an overweight super soldier. Yeah, the red guard. That was that kind was, of awesome. That was pretty good. He's like still fits. <laughs> yeah, um, I. 
Yeah, that's the thing. It's like you get to these big action scenes, and then they fall, and normal people would either be dead or broken something. Mm-hmm. And I can get behind Captain America falling from um, from the sky into the water. He's a super soldier. Yes. Yeah. I can get behind Thor falling from the sky when he does, and then he flies out. I can get behind it. I can get, I can get the Hulk falling. I can even get Taskmaster jumping out like that because yeah. of what she's wearing. Yeah. Fine. I don't care. But... Them falling like that is you definitely. I hated that scene, and I don't know how it feels a free fall because I never have. I just feel like if you're free falling, you shouldn't have that be able to move that well. And when you, she they have so much control over she, where they go, when and she how hits fast one and... of the scraps and like puts something down, like they stand on it and fight on it. I'm like, okay, yeah. wouldn't that just topple you know over with that, your weight? You know what that <laughs> reminded me of? I, well, I leaned over to my wife and I was like, this kind of. I was like. I was like, at least in Civil War, they had the decency for Peter Parker to be like, wow, that shield does not obey the laws of <laughs> yeah. physics at all. But in this, there's nothing like that. You no. just had to roll with it. I, uh, it reminded me in the back of my head, I thought to myself, this reminds me of Batman and Robin when that rocket explodes and they surf, <laughs> surf down, down yeah. on the doors of the rocket <laughs> on air. Yeah. It's almost it was, as bad as the Aquaman scene when he's surfing down the building. I just oh, like that. It looks League? cool and all, but I just, it's a stupid. I didn't mind that. I, I minded this. He's a fish man, though. Anyways, um, <laughs> so yeah, and I also want to bring up the fact we're like I said, our, our reviews we're kind after, of all over the place. Spoilers, our reviews matter. are all over the place. How in the absolute crap does Tony Stark, Doctor Strange, not know where the heck the Red Room is? It's in the sky, like it's just above the sky. I was like. That's why you can't find it. It's been above us the whole time. And like, that's a huge vessel. It's not like it's just a you, little thing. You know, Tony Stark literally has put things around the world for this. <laughs> it's not a 10 by 15 no, barn or something floating huge. up there. You're telling me that Thor can't look down from Asgard and see it? Like, come on. Like, I, I thought that was so... I, like, it would have been better yeah. if... Hey, they put it up in the space station. What's going on? If they're underground, at least. Yeah. Still, I feel like Iron Man... If, if the Somebody Tasha went to Iron Man and was like, hey... Can you see if I kill that guy with just face recognition? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's someone in this. Someone in this guy. Thor, go get it. I just, it's another one of those things. Things are blowing up, and no Avenger comes. Yeah. Now I know the Civil War has happened, but there's still good Avengers. Yeah. Like Tony Stark and everyone's still on the right side of the Civil War. True. And so they could have came and helped. I understand. We look past that in, in solo films, mm-hmm. except for the first Iron Man, because you know there yeah. anybody else. But right. you have to look past that in solo films. But I'm like. I just it it just there, it really shook a nerve when they told me it was in the sky. There's so many things like that in this film that are just glossed over. I just don't understand how none of the Avengers. How does Tony Stark, part of the mo, part of the smartest guy? Well, technically Reed Richards and Peter Parker are smarter. But we'll go to, at this point. Tony Stark's part of the smartest guy in the world. How does he just not know there's a vessel flying, flowing, and not even that far up? I mean, they don't fall that far. Like they far, fall, they fall far, but it's not in space. Yeah, they're not in space. It's like so. I thought like, that I know, maybe, maybe ten thousand feet or something. That kind of bugged me <laughs> when they said, "Oh, the reason you couldn't find it is because up top above you." I'm like, "Great!" I, I thought that's more plot holes than anything. They should. Oh, they sorry, we didn't it. look up. Yeah, if, yeah. Even if they put it in space, I'm, I'm still like, I mean, you got a space god. It's still questionable. It's still yeah. questionable. Anywhere they put it, whatever. It's a plot point where she thought she had killed him. She hasn't, and he's still running the red room. Who cares? Yeah, I didn't care about that. Um, the my main part of this, and this is one of the last things I'm going to say bad about it. Hopefully, oh, I got a couple more. That's fine. Bring it up. <laughs> Taskmaster was a complete, utter failure for me. So I grew up loving Taskmaster. He's a, he's he's a, he's a villain for everybody. The Avengers, but he's mainly a villain for Spider Man. He mm-hmm. is. Yes, he is mainly <laughs> a villain for Spider Man. And <laughs> one thing about Taskmaster is so cool is that he has an actual superpower. Right? She doesn't have a superpower. 
she, by the way. They do change. They do, they do gender swap this, which is whatever. But he just wears a skull mask with a hood. Looks cool. Has a sword and a shield. Just looks cool. His actual power is he can mimic. He's got super mimic ability. So anytime that you, he sees you fight, he can literally mimic that in under a second and fight the same way. So it's impossible to fight him. It's like fighting a mirror, they say that. Mm-hmm. So you have to try to figure out. It's kind of like whenever Tony Stark does a thing with Captain America says map his moves, mm-hmm. but on steroids. And he's a great fighter and everything. He it would have been cool if any of that was touched on. Yeah, he doesn't He doesn't have a suit like this one does, like a metal suit, which is fine. You know, whatever. Another thing Marvel does, they make it an initiative. The Taskmaster Initiative. That's stupid. He's not an initiative. <laughs> he's an actual character. They do the same thing with Winter Soldier. The Winter Soldier Initiative, meaning they have a Winter Soldier. That works more, though. Yeah. Um, I think they went for Winter Soldier here because technically the girl that's becomes Taskmaster is the girl that she tried to blow up, which I knew was going to be that in the moment they blew her up. I was hoping. I was like, please don't make it, this um, girl. So like- they kind of try the Winter Soldier thing, right? They are like, because she tries to save her at the end and everything, but it doesn't work. And then the reason she can mimic is because she has a helmet that does it. So it's like, why name her Taskmaster? And the thing, you know, it's stupid. The other thing is, is, is even it bugged me. I guess even when she was on screen, it felt she felt irrelevant. I mean, at the beginning, she was going. Dude, she for, knocks she around was, Black Widow that first. Yeah, time she was though. going for the vials, yeah. and that was cool. <laughs> that was that, good. Wasn't, that wasn't bad, yeah, right? That was good. But then throughout the movie, she is more and more irrelevant. Even when she's fighting David Harbor. Big deal. We didn't see it. Nah, exactly. Yeah, it was they didn't, away, like they didn't show seconds. hardly anything. Why didn't we get to see it? at least they were able to get like one good punch yeah, you, on him? You got that him. Would have been a great you, fight. You got her against a super soldier, and we don't get to see most of it. Yeah. And then again, they get rid of her an easy way. They put her in that room, and she can't get out. Yeah. Okay, big deal. I don't care about that. I didn't know she was being they, mind controlled. They should have. Should have known that, I guess. Yeah, like every single <laughs> everything every else one of them. is. I but told she my, should have. They oh, should sorry. have been able to. To eliminate it in a better way, uh, it was just a you know, uh, Rachel Vice comes comes around, yeah, gives her scissors, whatever, and throws in that room, and then she can't get out. It's just all this different stuff is so irrelevant. It was just it scissor did, kicks her. You said scissor. What is that? What you mean? Yes. Okay. It was I ridiculous. Yeah, I agree. It was absolutely ridiculous how they did this. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I um I, like I said earlier, I thought Taskmaster was really cool the first couple of times. That first fight scene when he mimics like the what what she yeah. always does and he like mimics it back onto her and throws her to the ground. I thought it was sick. Yeah, those for the first couple of action scenes. Now, granted, like I said, they weren't shot the best, but I was thinking these are entertaining. I was thinking I can get on board with this, and I thought in the back of my head, I even told my wife this. I said, I will love this movie so much if they never reveal who Taskmaster is. I said, if he keeps his helmet on the whole movie and there's not some tragic, stupid backstory. I will love it a lot more. but And that's the thing, because not every villain has to have this incredible backstory. Not every villain has to have um, a tragic connection to the hero or anything. Like, why? I, I wish we had more villains like the Joker in The Dark Knight, who just wants to watch the world burn. There's no rhyme or reason. He does it for the same reason a dog licks his balls, because he can. There doesn't have to be... Okay. There doesn't analogy. have to be... I'm just saying there doesn't have to be I a connection with the hero and this and that and everything. I was thinking, man, that would be cool if Taskmaster is literally just somebody who wants to kill Black Widow, because whatever. I mean, I to be fair, the MCU, though, almost everybody just hates Tony Stark. Uh, <laughs> That's like, usually the motivation movie. for every villain. But every villain in MCU... The villain is just the counterpart, right? Except for maybe Spider-Man films, because he doesn't. There's not yet until they bring in Venom, which they're going to. Venom, which is fine. But like in this, it's just another widow against her. Just kind of like it's just like Iron Man, mm-hmm. or just like 
any other MCU movie, which is fine because it works sometimes. Iron Man worked great. Yeah, I thought it was probably the best is Iron Man with the against each other, like or maybe Captain America versus Soldier. That's a really good fight. That was good um, too. Yeah, yeah, but that's probably the best. I was that's probably the best. But I'll, if you're gonna rip off Winter Soldier, rip it off better because they even do the they even do the um, he uh, Taskmaster even does the Winter Soldier flip of the knife. I don't know if you guys saw that. He does it against oh, I noticed that, yeah. I, it's, it looks sick, but if you're going to rip it off, rip it off better. Like, let us see the fights. All the fights were cut away from. They were cut so shoddy. I hated it. I think another thing that's really disappointing about this movie is that when you go into an MCU movie, they are so good at storytelling. I agree. In the past, they have been just fantastic storytellers, and this story fell so short. It's so lazy, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, and it I, was just... It's generic. It, it, and I think that was a huge disappointment mm-hmm. as far as this movie goes. Now let's talk about something else that I just really did not like, and it's just a brief few seconds. It's not a, not big overwhelming thing. But have you guys watched Lego Masters? Yeah. Okay. Have you watched the second second episode, second season? No. Uh-uh. Okay. They're building Legos to where they're blowing them up, and okay. they want to see a big explosion, right? Of course. That's always fun to watch. Though. Well, to start it off, Will Arnett comes out of his bus. And he's walking away, and they show this huge explosion as the bus explodes behind him, right? Mm -hmm. I saw that same explosion twice in this movie, (laughs) and it was ridiculous. It was fake. It didn't look real. One was when uh, Florence Pugh was was coming out of the the red whatever, and it blew up behind her. Two seconds later, here comes Scarlett Johansson. Blows up behind her. The exact same explosion, and it looks stupid. Just like a, it, it looked like something I saw on that TV show. <laughs> it did not look good at all. It was horrible. <laughs> on a yeah, you, on a TV show you saw that has probably a mere fraction of the budget yeah. this yes. movie had. But and that's the thing. It's like this movie just goes for stuff that looks cool and is probably super safe. That's the thing. It's like it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. Um, doesn't push the envelope really. It just, I mean, like for example, like you said, she she's running from an explosion. She shoots at this window and then just dives out the window. Which we've seen him, and there's nothing there behind her. She's just going yeah. down to the earth, plummeting. And I'm like, I'm sorry, you do not have that much control over your body when you're no. plummeting toward the earth. I, it's one of those things where like there's not much tension in the film because mm-hmm. you do care about Scarlett Johansson, but you know she lives because, well, for now. <laughs> That's what I wanted to say earlier. Like, you, there's no these, tension. These prequel things, which I don't care. Prequels are fine for certain movies, but they do take away from tension because you know she's going to become blonde mm-hmm. and be in Infinity War and right. then be in Endgame and die. We all know it, yeah. okay? So it takes away from that. The only tension there might be is if her family lives, but I was like, there's no way that you cast Florence Pugh and don't have her in the MCU and that, farther. Yeah. I you know? didn't really mind them bringing the family dynamic back together. That was yeah. fine. It was a good story. However, it wasn't the story I wanted to see. Honestly, I, I agree with you 100%. But since, since if we're going to take this movie at face value, what they gave us, the wacky family drama stuff was almost what I cared about more than mm-hmm. anything, any other motives that they had, any, finding the Red Room, any of that crap. I didn't care about it as much. It's like a person vendetta film. And I get that, but that's not what MCU does. I mean, it's like there's usually like, even the... Most solo films are like your protagonist is going after something that's going to like end up ruining the world, and they're trying to get us to think that the widow is going to take over the world. Yeah, and I was like, we have a we we have a god of thunder. What are they going to do against all the widows in the world? It's like that's not they're just humans. And for you to tell me that they can start stop wars and make a fourth of the country go go starving, bull freaking crap. (laughs) We have the Hulk. Like it's like I know you can't do that, and so it. 
the plot point there is tough for me to get behind it. It's hard. Another thing that I think, if you're looking at MCU, a lot of the solo films are origin stories. I agree. And they've mm-hmm. gone past that point for this yeah, for this movie. You can't origin her. And I think I think that's another part where it fails. They try to show a little bit of her background, but I don't think it was I don't think it was enough and I don't think that anybody really cares at this point. Uh we know so much about her from the previous movies already. And like I said, all these other solos are usually origin stories and so this one they had to come up with something mm-hmm. and it just wasn't that good. Yeah, and like I said earlier, uh, considering the side characters in this are more interesting, it seems like they have more of an interesting backstory and more of an interesting life. It's like, I'd want to see... After the more I thought about this movie, this may sound ridiculous as soon as I say this, but the more I thought about this movie, I want to see a Red Guardian movie. I mean, he's a Soviet Union super soldier (laughs) who has incredible abilities who's played by a pretty charismatic actor and he spends a lot of time in prison he breaks out he could do all i mean the like the possibilities was it was, it was the possibilities are endless with him i was thinking i'd really like to see a red guardian movie or a stinking whatever florence pugh's character but name you know this movie. Uh, she's a widow but as far yeah, as i mean as far as those characters go i really like florence i really like david I didn't care for Rachel too much. I don't think she, she was just kind of. I wish she had a, more to do. Yeah, she was just kind of there. She's a fantastic actress. She is. I wish she but had more to do. They though. did not do much with her in this yeah, movie. I think that character could have died, and nobody yeah. would have cared. It would have been a big deal. I really think it's the way she's written. She's written to be like this analyst type person, just have emotions. And she she's a widow too. Numbers, widow, but she just looks at numbers, and so she's like, we have. She kind of reminds Spock a little bit, but not as Spocky. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. So it's tough, but I do agree. I wish she had more to do in this. Um, did you? Sorry. With Red Guardian, I, do, I was trying to agree with you with the oh, thank you. movie because he's kind of dumb, too. He's not exactly smart. <laughs> he's he's like the the polar opposite of Captain America. With think the same about abilities. it, though. Yeah. So it'd be cool. Did you, did you notice that all the guys in this movie are either super evil or super dumb? It was kind of... <laughs> except for maybe her... It's kind of crazy. Except for maybe her like person that gives her stuff. Yeah, but... He was yeah, kind of funny. She's still right. using him. He was, him. All right. yeah. um, he was in Handmaid's Tale. Did you? Oh, yeah, he was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I recognize That's right. him. I knew I saw him from somewhere, yeah. Did you guys like the Mission Impossible face swapping thing? I mean, they did that in yeah, I mean, uh, it was Infinity War. It, no. it was what it was. Civil War Soldier. They did Winter Soldier. I guess it was. That's nec- right. It's Winter Soldier. I guess it was necessary. She, so yeah, okay. so they brought that back. I, yeah. I was like, eh, I, I didn't whatever. care. I mean, at that point, I was it, like, okay. I whatever. think it did happen in Mission Impossible first, technically, um, before it happened in Winter Soldier. So they didn't take that. But when they did that, I was like, okay. And first of all, it it just takes away their face. Scarlett Johansson's and Rachel Weisz's bodies not the same. So for them to do that was ridiculous. <laughs> I was sitting there thinking, I'm, I'm not like, joking. After they swap faces, she's, I'm not she's trying. She's quite to, a bit taller. Too. I'm not trying to sound like a sexist jerk <laughs> yeah. or anything. But after they swap faces, I was sitting there really looking at their bodies, <laughs> yeah. going, "Are they? No, they're not the same build, really." Yeah, it, it probably I mean, should have been a body swap. I yes. don't know if they could do that. I think but Rachel, yeah, Rachel, Rachel Weisz is like Rachel six Weiss inches taller. It's like six inches taller. So I was like, sure. We'll, just, we'll gloss past, but that's like that's like if David Harbour and Florence Pugh just change faces, you know, it's like it's not gonna work. It's like in the first Mission Impossible movie when Tom Cruise pulls yeah. off the mask and it's or John Voight pulls off the mask and it's Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise is like, like four or five. First of all, Tom Cruise is five seven. Okay, he's not gonna have the same build as a sixty four year old John Voight. That's just something that you gloss over in all those. We're supposed to see past that. I yes, it's all the movies that do that, it's but it is hard to do. It's not a big deal. It was, I just yeah. thought it was funny. Yeah. Um, that was fine. Florence, I think Florence Pugh is probably my favorite part of the movie. I mean, that's because Florence Pugh. Her and David Harbour. She, she and David Harbour, without a doubt, yeah. yeah. 
And I love Florence Pugh as an actress and stuff. Anyway, yeah, I mean, she's, she's great. She went she's from great. Midsummer to this. I mean, she's it's crazy. Great. I've had a crush on her for a few years. Now. I still need to watch Little Women. In I watch her cook on Instagram all the time. I know that's weird. That is that. that I is walk, weird. The other day, I watched like a forty-minute story of her cooking. Sounds like an obsession to me. I mean, she's cute. I like her. <laughs> I mean, yeah. She's also British. I like that yeah. movie she was in. That fighting with my family. That was she good, is. That was a good movie. Yeah. Um, before we talk about the end credit scene, um, the way this ends is they kill him. <laughs> like obviously they kill the dude from the red room. Yeah, he blows he up. He blows up with Florence Pugh like giving herself up, but not really because they can fly through the air. Let's be real, shoot it. Oh wait, I, I need to go back for a second. She would have oh, That was something else that bothered me. Was that uh, the Black Widow gave herself up? Yet two weeks later, she's oh. hopping on her own jet to yeah, go get sense. everybody else out. Now, how did that happen? Because everybody else is locked up. That gave her they gave themselves up or that they captured. So There's a little bit of a hold. There. I'm just, I'm just curious what, what happened, what transpired. That's in true. That two, I kind of forgot about time. that. She goes, "You guys go. I'll take care of." Well, she could have went with them. Yeah, there's no but reason you it, couldn't have gone with them. Right, and but she doesn't, and she acts well, like she's the future movies. That's why she. Didn't yeah, and so she's given herself up, and then two weeks later, she's out in the field getting on this jet. How? But it would make more sense if she went with them, and then two weeks later, it goes in the jet. Exactly. She still could have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no, she gives herself up, but Ross is going to put her in prison. Right. Yeah. It's another one of those things that's just glossed over. So I, I looked over Jordan and went, what just happened? Because she gave herself up. Yeah. How is she How is she here right now? I thought maybe that, you know, this is just, they don't tell you this, but I thought maybe Ross, like, pardoned her because of the Red Room, but she's still on the run in Infinity War, so she couldn't have been pardoned. No. Nope. So I don't know. Yeah, two weeks. I don't know if she's escaped. I guess you just have to... Because she probably escaped. I mean, she escapes everything. She's a widow. They're they're awesome, I it guess. It just would have been nice to know. Yeah. Um, last thing I'm going to say is I don't like Taskmaster. <laughs> still, yeah. Um, they <laughs> By do the way, the whole, still don't like that. They, nope. Well, they, we didn't talk about how they end with her. Like, She feels bad. To. She lets her out. She Even though she can mimic, doesn't mimic well at the end here. Mm-hmm. She she still gets her. I don't know. That's just one of those things. Like, whatever. Opens her helmet. She gets her gas. I didn't know if she was even. I thought I didn't think she was mind controlled. I just thought she was mad. I figured that since she had a chip in her head, she was mind controlled. Well, I didn't think oh, I, that was too much for me to think about. I guess because I didn't care. And she like wakes up. I thought she. I thought she's like Darth Vader would die with the helmet. Turns out she's fine without the helmet. Yeah. I I, I thought the helmet gave her breathing. That'd nah. be not. That'd be cool. No, no. I wouldn't mind that. Do that. So they take her away. All the widows and those widows and Florence Pugh are now going around the world to release all the widows. There and you I go. Said, Don't care. Um, I want my Taskmaster back. The <laughs> one where he's, he or she, whatever you want to do. That doesn't bother me as much. But give him back the cool mask. Well, now, the there, hood. there could be your Taskmaster somewhere because it's a Taskmaster initiative. Lord. So there that could be me, more than that one. That was like a middle finger in my face. <laughs> because when they put initiative behind a villain, it's just stupid. So there could be more than one. They're villains. It's initiative. It's not the yeah. Joker initiative. Like, Taskmaster <laughs> literally just goes, he's kind of like joker in the way he just does it because he can he doesn't have yeah. a rhyme or reason so i was like oh cool and he actually has a superpower she's just a widow his super he literally has that power that's and he has just a cool he just looks cool made yeah. me upset probably the most of this movie because I, just, I really like him i was like please don't mess him up please don't mess him up when they did so. i did thought that i thought the design of the character was cool i think the it's a good i think it's a good I, modern way to do it yeah because have you guys watched loki not yet not so yet, i won't no. give anything away but what they do I'm is waiting what they do is they do time stuff. And so you see different versions of Loki. Mm-hmm. And they bring, just like in WandaVision, you, you got to see her actual comic book. And it looks stupid. Loki's actual comic thing looks stupid. And I don't know if Taskmaster would have, but I do like the upgrade. He looks cool in this. Yeah. Kind of like Vulture. Yes. Vulture. Oh, my gosh. Vulture's a bird man. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad they did something with that. And Scorpion is a scorpion. So they're probably going to do something with that. But, yes, he looked cool or she looked cool, whatever. 
just, it just didn't do it for me. The whole the I, helmet yeah. the helmet mimicking it just hated that. I know what you mean. It, but like, it like I like said, Iron the Man's overall the on. overall presence of Taskmaster, I thought you know before before the characters completely ruined. Um, <laughs> I thought the overall presence and the suit and everything was cool and intimidating. I took my very young children to see this. Maybe I shouldn't have. But, so it was kind of um, dark. I took one. I took mine. I was too. surprised was the first dark. half the first half hour or so was pretty dark. My of kids course. were getting freaked out. They're like, I don't want to look at the bad guy. I'm like, you don't have to look. It's okay. Of course, your kid didn't like this movie. <laughs> no, he he actually laid down and went to sleep. Um, in the theater, by the way. Really, my daughter <laughs> he, fell he asleep did. about halfway through he too. Sleep, I don't think, but I, I know I looked down. I turned to my wife. I was like, "Is my daughter sleeping?" I turned down. And she's like, <laughs> <laughs> "But at the end, he looked. At, he looked at him and said, "So what do you think?" He goes, "I hated this movie." Yeah, he, he wanted. He wanted them to play Black Widow. <laughs> oh, the song. But it, yeah, oh it didn't happen. So, um, one last thing before we get into the thing. She, I thought it was super stupid. And he was like, "All right, Taskmaster, Taskmaster, just go find the widows." I'm like, "You just." She literally says, "You're only my own. You're only." Person that can stop me left. I'm like exactly, but turns out they have pheromones that if they smell him. Yes. they mm-hmm. can't attack him. Yeah, so she just breaks her nose. Obviously, <laughs> dumb yeah. as that. And I was like, and then I was like, okay, fine. Let Taskmaster go away and let's fight somebody else. Nope, there's not really much fighting in this movie at all. Nope. The best fight sequence is probably like you said, Florence Pugh and her. It was great. Yeah, and it was. the first Taskmaster and her was pretty good. Yes, yeah. and she just gets like, I mean. Bodies, the but that's body a, off that that's, thing. That's like the she, first 40, 45 minutes of the movie. Yeah. yeah. Then after that, we don't get much. She should have died. She got bodied off of that. That's true. Taskmaster she, didn't her skip rib, leg day. Her rib cage should be like in, inside of, like outside of the back, and then she fell into a river or whatever. Yeah. Anyways, um, the, game, the end credit. You have anything else for the end credit scene? Not really. I kind of didn't like it. The end credit scene? Yeah. I think it sets up stuff. So the end credit scene brings back um, Miss Valentina mm-hmm. from um, Captain America Winter Soldier or Falcon Winter Soldier. Which I want to call yeah. it. Um, and the thing about it is I, re- I actually read a thing last night that she wasn't supposed to show up. She's supposed to show up in Black Widow first, but because Black Widow got pushed, it doesn't really matter actually. But she showed up in that first. Oh, so she was supposed to be the first recruit. She gotcha. was, yeah. So okay. she's been recruited, it looks like. And the next option is Clint because this has time jumped and you're at Natasha's funeral with nobody in it most likely because she's dead in Vormir. Um, and the next target is Clint because they think Clint killed her, which I think is perfectly fine to think because no one knows what happened to Vormir. How, how do they know that, though? I mean, everything that... He was just the last one with her, I guess. I, yeah. I, I was I like, but, I'm I, sure unless, unless one of the Avengers went over and told Julia Louise Dreyfus, hey... I mean, Clint was the one that was with her. So, if, if you think about it, if this happened in our day and age, though, and like Endgame happened, or and then everyone blips back, they'd probably interview all the Avengers. What happened? I'm sure Clint was like, "I went to Vormir." I and just, she died, I just thought so. that was kind of like she didn't mention anything. Like how? I mean, I was like, "How do you know that? How do yeah. you know all this information?" And we where were, did you, "Where did you get it?" <laughs> and we were talking last night, and it, it almost looks like they are. She is recruiting another team. Yeah, uh, you have your widow, you have your Captain America, right? And so, so you know whoever's next. Most likely, Abomination's coming next from the Shang Chi trailer. Most likely, she's gonna try to get Abomination to fight the Hulk. I think that could be cool. That would be cool. Um, and I, I'm very down with Florence Pugh being in being in more I MCU mm-hmm. movies. I thought the end credit scene would be her becoming the Black Widow. I thought, but I'm hoping, not actually, yet. Yeah. I think she will. Makes it just makes sense that, to replace her if they're not gonna bring her back. I'm gonna give you a little background of Valentina. She's a double agent for um, hide for. Shield, she becomes Miss Hydra. Mm-hmm. So most likely, whatever she's doing is bad. So she's um, probably recruiting another team to take rec- on the Avengers. Because USA is not a good guy. Now they yeah. do have him become good in the show, and mm-hmm. he becomes good in the comics. But he probably doesn't always get into it. Neither does Florence Pugh. She's a good. She's a good guy too, technically. 
And, so, and you know, Florence has a couple of years to work on her Russian. She should be she'll fine. fine yeah. Yes, <laughs> it could be interesting. I do like the thought because she has been rumored to be in the new Hawkeye f- series. Florence Pugh has been. Okay. So that might be where you get your beef out. Like, well, I didn't kill her. She killed herself. Oh, we're good. We came back Widow. Okay, cool. Um, I'm thinking. Hopefully, they do that in that, and not the movies, because I don't want to see it in the movies. Yeah. I'd rather see it in the show. Yeah. Them do their thing, too. and then in the next movie, she's cool. I that, agree. I don't want. I, I don't, don't want, want a whole thing being about that. Yeah, I don't want this to be like a Spider-Man Two pissing contest. You yeah. killed my father. No, he killed himself. Because in Hawkeye, he's he's training the next Hawk girl and Kate Bishop, which is Haley Steinfeld. Which I'm really excited about that. But yeah. and so she's supposed to be in it. I forgot about that. Supposedly, I'm guessing that's why. Because. Uh, they showed her a picture of him as Ronin, mm-hmm. so I'm thinking that most likely he messed up something of hers, or she thinks he's a cold-blooded killer because he kind of was <laughs> as Ronin. So. I liked him as Ronin. Too, I would like too. to see more story in Ronin, man. Me too. Really I would not be surpri- I would not be surprised if they try that <laughs> with what Marvel's doing right now. So. Yeah. Um, anybody want to add anything? I just thought I would. I was just going to say, before we wrap this up, where does this fall in your MCU ranking? Mm. Yeah, that's where I was going. Um is that what you were gonna say? Okay. Yeah, well, it doesn't matter. Um, so I'll tell you my bottoms. You ready? Because it's, it's at the bottom. It's not in the middle. So you've got um, Thor, Dark Thor, Thor, Dark World. Right? Oh, that's bad. That's, that's yes, the worst. That is bad. Then you have Incredible Hulk, and that's your Captain bad, Marvel, too. and your Captain Marvel, and then you have Black Widow. And I'm telling you, Black, or maybe Guardians Two, right around there. Because I don't like Guardians that much. I, don't I would probably, but Black Widow, Captain Marvel can be because Captain Marvel is subjectively more entertaining. Now the movie isn't good. But it's objectively more entertaining. Honestly, I feel like Black Widow is going to be kind of the same thing for Captain Marvel for me. I've seen it once, and I probably will never want to go back and rewatch it. Mm-hmm. To me, this nope. falls right between Thor and Ant Man and the Wasp. You think it's va- you think it's better than Ant Man and the Wasp? No, I'm saying like below. I mean, I don't know. I'm not saying like and you're it's, saying. You're saying that Thor is near it. I'm saying the first. I'm saying. It's probably worse, but I'm just saying it's right in that ballpark. I think the first Thor is much better than this. I'm just saying, I, th- I think, I, I do think the first Thor is probably better, but um, I'm just saying it's in that ballpark of like. Maybe it'll age better. I don't really like well. Ant Man and the Wasp that much. Oh, I don't either. Um, <laughs> and then I agree with you. Ant Man and the Wasp is kind of down there for me, along with Guardians 2 and Captain Marvel and the Incredible Hulk. I think it's above the Incredible Hulk. I think it's above Thor 2. I think it's above. Maybe, Maybe Guardians g- 2? I don't know. Mm. Guardians 2 but is objectively be- more fun to watch, too. I've seen it like three times. It's just fun to watch. It's not a good movie, but it's yeah. fun to watch. This yeah, is yeah, not yeah. fun to watch. That's, so, that's I don't know. I, I may need, need to let it sink in more, but what do you think? I didn't really care for it. I'm kind of with you, but I put Incredible Hulk on the bottom. Oh, yeah, then, that's right. You've always been the flip right, of that. Then Thor 2, and then I might slide this one in right, right, right around there. Okay. Uh, it's it's low. That this ob- will say it's low. I think it's objective to put Incredible Hulk or because they're both pretty bad. I might. Uh, it's, yeah, I, I think I'd put it right. I would think I'd put it right there. I was gonna say I was gonna say Captain Marvel, but that's low for me also. But it's not as low as this one. Mm. If you want to know what we think about the MCU, we do have a podcast about that. It's, it's a little far back. We do the MCU bracket. Yeah, we did so, an entire MCU uh, bracket. Because I, I, I go forever talking about why I don't like the Incredible Hulk and why I do. Well, and the thing I do like about it, but. Um, yeah, that's where we have it at. It's pretty low for me. I, I mean, I think I'd yeah. watch Garden. If if you put that and Guardians here in front of me, I pick Guardians here nine times out of ten. Probably. Guardians is is, is fun. I was just more, trashing, a little more fun to watch. I was just trashing Ant Man of the Wasp, but I'd probably rather watch that than this. So mm-hmm. I mean, now the more I think about it, I'm like, it's funnier, well, at least. It's, yeah, it's like it's more entertaining and. And yeah. the story might be better. And the first Thor is fine, but I think it comes it's down a to the story, man. This story, story was be bad. Better. This story was mm-hmm. bad. 
Um, all right. Yeah, and that's the thing, though. Even with MCU movies, that's the thing. This is not an atrocious movie. No. It's not a bad. It, even MC, even the worst MCU movies that we just said, they're just they're still fine movies. If they're not ha- terrible. The thing about this movie, it's a spy thriller. Yeah. And then they try to add too much. If you just watch this movie by itself, it's not a bad spy thriller, probably. If you think just, about it in Marvel, not really. And I we mean, just kind of glossed over this a little bit, but really, they they were truly entering. Uh, Fast and Furious territory with this movie with a lot of the stuff that they did. Oh, yeah. Completely crazy. over the top, completely crazy. But with Fast and Furious, even with like Fast 9 that we just watched, I was laughing through it because it was funny, the stuff they were doing. This was not. This is like, yeah. This was different. Before we um, vote, can we just put it up there? Can we stop the F9 memes? I'm tired of seeing Dom's <laughs> family stuff, man. Like, I like... It's not because I like them. Uh, it's getting annoying. I have about 20 of them saved <laughs> Me too. It must have one every single... Day. It's made into the Harry Potter world now. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh! But no, I agree that um, it's over the top and just a lot of it's not needed, and it's just not needed a movie. I mean, it's just unnecessary. It's unnecessary. Like some of the movies we 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 mentioned aren't unnecessary because they set up the Infinity Stones or they set up um, character arcs for Peter Quill and Guardians of the Galaxy two, so we know he's half yeah. whatever. Or Incredible Hulk, you have to have a Hulk, you know. Dark Thor uh, set up. And Infinity Stone. So that stuff makes more sense. It sets up nothing. Mm-hmm. It just gives you nothing. And so it's the, the other scene. movies are needed in the MCU to progress to Thanos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This, this movie's one, not needed. It's not. Like, it's, like we said, <laughs> filler. This is a yeah. filler. This is They haven't had MCU movie in a little bit, so let's put this one out. It's a filler. People might like it. Great. And let's, it, is, it is what it let's is. Let's be honest. This one's going to be great, but I think Shang-Chi is going to be pretty balling. I think Spider-Man... No Way Home's going to be baller, and so is Doctor Strange. I think we got, and uh, Black Panther Wakanda forever. I think we got some good stuff coming. So, I think so, too. I th- uh, Honestly, out even of all Quantumania them, might be pretty good. Yeah, this is the one I was probably, I'm even more excited for Eternals. And, me too, me too. Uh, I think there's a lot more interesting things coming in the Marvel Universe. This is just the movie that, like I said earlier, the studio just felt like they had to make this, and they just pushed it out. People yeah. will like it, though. Um, all right, so from A to Z, what are we giving this? What are we going to grade this? Um, like I said earlier, it's not bad. It's not a terrible movie. Like you said, Jordan, it kind of works as a spy thriller. It doesn't really work as a Marvel movie that well. Mm. Um, as an MCU film, it does not really hit all the right buttons. Um, but again, it's not terrible. It's just fine. I'm going to give it a C+. Plus. Uh, gosh, I don't know. I think that had... Did not have Florence Pugh and David Harbour. This movie D. would have been so F. bad. F. It would have been F. so bad. I it's just, the room bad if it doesn't. It, have it is. Harbour. It's it's just they. <laughs> New mutants. <laughs> they just they elevated this movie to a point because the storytelling was so lackluster. It was it was so underwhelming. Uh, I didn't care for the effects a whole lot in most of it. It was ridiculous. Some of the some of the stuff they did was just ridiculous. Uh, like we said, this movie was completely unnecessary. Um, at the same time, it wasn't the worst movie in the world, <laughs> even though it sounds like it. The way we were I talking know, we about are it. bashing, but we, we hardly have... said anything good about no, it. No, really. it's it a higher standard for yeah, us. Yeah, that's true. Um, oh gosh, I guess I'm gonna settle just on a solid C for I, this one. I, I, all right, my turn. So I'm to right now. Not a fan. Um, no, I actually didn't mind it, but. If you give me a good Taskmaster, I'd give you one more letter grade, Black <laughs> Widow. But you didn't, so you get a C. Because if you give if you give me a good, because I've been wanting to see him on the big screens ever since I was a child. Because we've we've gotten Doc Ock, we've gotten Mysterio, he's a Spider-Man villain. We've gotten Vulture, we've got everybody. 
Venom. Not a we finally, Venom. Got, we finally got a decent one with Tom Hardy, but we got everything. We're about to get Carnage. Give me a good one. Not this. Okay, please stop yeah. with this. Maybe this is. Maybe we'll see another one in Multiverse of Madness. Maybe we'll get one that actually matters. Probably not. Sadly, no. I, be, I bet. We'll I would never imagine we'll never again. see him again. Well, you know, it honestly, sucked. Taskmaster in this one just didn't feel like a villain. It no. just felt like, felt like a puppet. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And you know, when you have a villain, there's they have they have a reason behind what they're doing. They have not they this have, one. They have motivation. This one was just there. It's like a drone. Yeah, they throw out exactly. Like, Go kill. <laughs> exactly. Like, great. Anyway, C for me. C for you, C plus for you. So we're sitting in the same place. Because yeah. I would give the other ones that are lower C's on the MCU. Yeah, I would give fine. the lowest ones C's. Probably. Yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, you, what do you think? Really? Nah, Thor, Dark Knight. Dark World. No, yeah, that Dark, Thor the Dark, Thor the Dark Knight. <laughs> <laughs> that, that we call me, it Thor Dark Thor, but Thor Dark that World. That to me goes deep, deep territory without a I doubt. Actually, honestly, we watched it, and I liked it me. better than I did the first time. I don't like it. <laughs> I think sense. that one's probably that's the thing. Even the worst Marvel movie, I think, is still like a D plus C minus. I mean, they're not atrocious films because they're not. I mean, it's like, whatever. Yeah, it, does, it doesn't really matter. We've, we've I didn't this. like that movie at all. I don't I either. Know, I, don't, yeah. I would never watch it voluntarily. But <laughs> we we started watching the whole MCU over again, and Emma wanted to watch it because she'd never actually seen it like all the way through. We because that time we watched, we we went to YouTube and we were like, here's a three minute video talking through Thor the Dark Thor because we didn't want to watch it. Yeah, we didn't watch it. We just because <laughs> it has Infinity Stone in it. But anyways, um, yeah, that's what we thought about Black. Widow. If you don't like it, that's fine. Like we, Widow, if you do like it, that's also fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, this movie on IMDb is a 7.1 right now. It started at 7.5 Thursday night. It seems is, high. It will probably <laughs> set around 6.8, I'm guessing. Probably, yeah. It's not very, I don't know what it has on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm kind of curious. It's not very high, I don't think. And the Metacritic score is kind of low. I can look at it. but It's like a 65 or something. I, and I think it'll go down, too. I think it's all just... It's at 68 Metas, Metacritic, so that's not actually that bad. <laughs> But yeah, but I mean, yeah, it is what it is. I mean, just a, just a Marvel movie. So, oh well. And I think better ones are definitely coming. So I'm, I'm fine with watching this and being just whelmed with it. I agree. Not over I under. I'm just kind of whelmed. Still, th- you know, this doesn't make me worried for the future of Marvel or anything like that. I'm still, I'm still excited for upcoming Marvel films, and you know, this is just. Fun. I am kind of hoping they don't stay over the top stuff. I kind of want them to just be solid inside their stories. Yeah. Especially with, with these, like, now. Doctor Strange won't be. It's going to be crazy. But, like, Black Panther and stuff, and, like, Spider-Man. Spider-Man might be kind of crazy, too. But um, just kind of contain yourself a little bit more than what Black Widow just did. Please, MCU, because yeah. I, I don't want you to become a joke. Cause this, I really like you. Like, the Eternals and stuff. I hope you're really good. <laughs> Please don't become a joke. <laughs> I agree. I agree. But, yeah, that was it for our review of Black Widow. We dove pretty deep into it, as we normally do. Um, but, yeah, what are your thoughts, feelings, opinions on Black Widow or on the MCU period? Whatever they are, you can let us know. If you want to reach out to us and chat with us, that's cool. We are on Facebook at Movie Matrix Podcast, or we are on Twitter at Movie Matrix Pod. Hit us up and let us know what you guys thought. But... Thank you for listening to this episode, but till next time, signing off for Matt Jordan and David. We'll see you guys then. Peace.